0: This uh, costume that I'm wearing was not at all what held me up. It was totally the
1: technical aspect oh, of yeah. I thought <laughs> well, it was, you know, you know, the humidity is bad. Man. It was <laughs> that's like, true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so disgusting. I had this wig
0: uh, because I don't know, we, we used it for something we dressed up for one time. Yeah. And then I had this cabbie hat. Like, yes. Right from when I was. Bird. I like it. He's got for, uh, Mary Sam. Poppins. Sam's yes.
3: got the uh, the black hair frizzed out underneath the hat he he's looking the part totally brian johnson i feel like we didn't do our job i know i could have wore short shorts (laughs) and like a schoolboy's uniform i mean you know you do wear that every other day anyway you know it's just well
0: i wanted to make this seem like you guys were maybe actually talking to brian johnson you know like on the podcast Uh, i'm gonna need you Uh, to do the
1: voice
4: Woo yeah Ooh, The whole
3: time <laughs> Baggin bag Although I'm not yeah. sure that I've really ever heard him just
4: speak. Um
1: if you watch like the documentary on uh he Brian Johnson has a documentary where he goes and visits like a different artist. And yeah the one that was like an hour long plus was with Foo Fighters. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. he's, he's driving the van around They're comparing tour vans Mm -hmm. and it shows Brian Johnson. All right, it's Brian Johnson here and we're going to go see Foo Fighters. Oh, so it's (laughs) thick. It's thick. thick, And it's like, it's fun to listen to. It's like, yeah, he's he's
0: got a cool speaking voice. He's, he was born in England, I think, but then the band kind of made their, their start in Australia.
1: Yeah. 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 It's like nuts. It was a fun dive on this one. Oh my god, it was sweet been fun.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, this is Joe's week. So Hi, tell everyone. us what we're doing.
1: All right, this week is Back in Black from 1980, and it, it, one of my favorite albums. Uh, but it's just kind of a fun. Uh, it, it's an adjustment. Uh, i don't know it would be interesting to live in the time uh granted i was nine years off but Mm -hmm. it would be fun to live in the time of bond scott and then live it and be like you know how do i feel about it yeah granted i didn't discover uh acdc until like middle school yeah and then i started learning about all this stuff so like you know i don't know how i'd feel if i was a fan and then this adjustment right right okay all right you know uh but yeah back in black nineteen eighty. And I think they have it under yeah, July twenty fifth, nineteen eighty, not January first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. For those yeah. who
3: don't remember, we found out that sometimes Spotify doesn't do their uh, due diligence. That's right, and That's they right. just put, call it the beginning <laughs> of the year. What I mean, which would be like if yeah. you've got an album coming out around that time, just be like, yeah, first of the year, bitches. That's right. Let's do it. We got on board. Um, did you? Did you enjoy diving in, Sam? Absolutely. Yeah, Excellent. absolutely. Totally I loved it. I listened about three times through and all while I was working at the bar. Oh, yeah. So like, like setting up the new Star Wars game and stuff like that. So that I was, had it going over the whole system. Was like, it hey, was pretty was great. Elf, yeah. Hey. So here's what I need you to do, Joe, because you're going to be kicking this off. Here we go. I You need to do your best combo Casey Kasem, Joe Vaughn Here we go. <laughs> voice. Yep. And I need you to introduce the first song as dramatically as possible
1: okay all right well to kick it off we have the album back in black from 1980 the very first track is hell's bells I do know that uh, Hell's Bells, uh, this now this uh, album has a little bit of controversy because uh, Bon Scott passed away
3: not too long before this See, came this out. this is one of the things that I needed to talk about because yeah. I, prior to meeting you guys, I had no idea that it was two different people. Yeah, it took a minute, and right? I think, I think maybe I had heard it sometime along the way, but I wasn't so into them that I that i knew you you know, yeah, yeah exactly but thinking about it the earlier songs do sound different yeah but it's also a case of they still sound they similar sound too they sound
1: pretty similar yeah. so you get a you get a lead <laughs> singer that's like oh okay this guy sounds like the other guys right you know right that's the controversy about like, hold on here. So
3: like was, were people apprehensive about this album going into it?
1: A little bit. I mean, like, it came out I don't know the time right off the top of my head but it came out fairly soon after he passed so away so they didn't
3: waste too much yeah. time
1: so Bob and Scott died of an overdose at 33 oh hell so I'm one, 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 one more year that um, sucks <laughs> yeah even though like in your mind you think that they're like 55 60 yeah. you know it's like yeah. so he had actually seen Brian Johnson when Brian Johnson was in a different band before ACDC and they and were then, bros or what uh, they weren't but uh, ACDC had gone out and then um, said like if I ever die for or or what uh, I want this guy to replace me and like okay and it was Brian Johnson and then uh, Brian Johnson has like a bunch of interviews where you know ACDC contacted hey we want you to be a lead singer he's like but but we can't tell you the band we can't like they were being really secretive about it and he's like "Well, well can you give me some letters he's like well it's it's A C D. It's like A C D. Yeah, it's like give me something. There's only three <laughs> <Yeah>. letters. <laughs> it's A C D C, and then he's just like, oh bullshit! I'm not. No way in hell! I'm you know like there's no way I can be the lead singer of A C D C. They're blowing up and all that so So yeah. yeah so this was his debut album for A C D C, and uh, Hell's Bells actually was kind of a tribute to Bon Scott of starting it off. And It's, wow. it's black. You know the album is physically black. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of like mourning. And then yeah. you kick off
3: the album like that. So that's my two cents on it, I guess. I that's real interesting. It, yeah. it, do you do you have anything to add there, Sam?
0: Uh, yeah, this uh, Joe kind of touched upon it, but the the time when um, Bond saw uh, Brian singing um, with his band uh, Jordy, uh, that was his band prior to ACDC, and apparently. Bond, um, Bond bon, like hardly ever gave anybody praise. But after he saw Brian and Jordy and had a chance to talk to him a little bit, he said that he thought Brian um, did a really great Little Richard impersonation.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs>
0: and and that's uh,
1: hilarious.
0: So he went back and told the other guys in the band. He said, "You know, this guy's really good. Like he did this great Little Richard impersonation." And, and the band was kind of blown away because they said Bond never complimented anybody. Like he didn't. He didn't usually say he thought anybody was really great. So they remembered that uh, when they asked Brian to audition. And apparently there's another story, which uh, I don't know if it's 100% true, but I thought it was interesting. Part of the reason why I guess Brian was doing a Little Richard impersonation is that supposedly that night uh, when Bond saw him uh, performing, he was suffering from appendicitis and he had to go, he was like rolling around on stage and screaming and stuff. And uh, he had to go to the hospital after that. Apparently, yikes! Yeah, like so that, that, That's like why that he was screaming. And though.
3: so, <laughs> and so, this story would have taken place in what year? About
1: pre nineteen eighty, right? Sure. Well, for sure,
3: so, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like late late seventies. I never. I, I guess I never saw a year on that either. But yeah, it would have been like sometime in the late seventies when Bon
3: was still fronting ACDC, and Bon had no like prior illnesses or anything it was just straight up an overdose
0: yeah well, well yeah so it was um what the coroners called it was death by misadventure but basically what it was is that he, dra- he drank too much mm-hmm. and um he aspirated yeah you know choked on his vomit and and, and
3: then died in his sleep such um a, mm-hmm. yeah i mean when stuff like that happens like it's such a huge loss yeah but then again in hindsight, you would never like want anybody to be gone. But then you get this version of ACDC. Yeah, you know, talk about like, I, I. What's what's the way that you would you would describe that? It's like a silver lining. Yeah, yeah. To the situation, it it's it's like Nirvana. Yeah, losing Kurt. Nirvana, losing Kurt, but then gaining the Foo Fighters. Like boom. who continued to keep. That type of rock going, yeah, into now,
1: yeah, Lala La yeah. they're headlining. You, you would
0: get some. Well, I, I think Nirvana fans would probably just have more years of want to have more years of Nirvana, but yeah, because there, there's definitely a difference between
3: the songwriting that Kurt did and oh, what Dave oh, uh, no, 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 no ab- right, absolutely. But with, <clears throat> at, I mean, just imagine a world without them, right, right now, and I mean, especially for us, they're a big part of our lives, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, that would just be crazy. Anyway, track number two, my friend. There you go. Track number two, coming
1: up, we have Shoot to Thrill.
3: Are you wearing an ACDC shirt? Yes, you Yeah, dude. I just saw the t- Yes.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. I would hell. Yes.
3: <laughs> All right. Another- I've committed to the gimmick. That's right. Another question for you. When you guys hear these in the car, are you the type of people that will try to match his voice? I you or know, not.
1: I've done it. Shout it's, the it's hard. <laughs> um No. I, well,
3: I don't know if he's That's that's hard for me to do yeah. when I'm singing in the car. My in my whole life, for some reason, my default is to try to match yeah. whatever. I mean, within reason, you know. I can't sound like Britney Spears, you know. I can't sound like those those people, you know. Especially the, I can't sound like the women out there, yeah. and and so I I know my limits. But if it's something that I feel like is within my range, yeah. I'll I'll go for it. But that would just shred me. I, I don't think.
1: know if he's actually has a high voice for singing or if he's just good at screaming professionally that you know it, it's a weird line it make
3: yeah. yeah people that are like that and we uh, not to always bring it back to like dave roll and people like that but it's they've they've got to be conditioned for something like that and how does how did steven tyler figure out his you know, like yeah. His, yeah. His his crazy shit that he does. I know. And but it has to be something that's easy enough for them to do over to and over and over. sustain it. Yeah. Fucking Linkin Park, Again, man. Yeah.
2: You know?
1: I don't know if you're a good screamer or if that's your range. Mm. I don't know.
3: I don't know, man. But I
1: don't know. This song was great. That it's the second track, and uh, it's kind of gone from a somber song, yeah. which is weird for AC/DC. That it was, yeah, it was somber, but then it just cranked up, and yeah. they don't have a slow song. ACDC dc does not have a slow song at all. I noticed you know, that's their shtick. I, I think
3: I, I for for a second there, I was not saying that I was getting them confused, but I'm like, oh yeah, it was bands like Scorpions, yeah. and shit that they like really had a few tracks in there that were like winds of change and shit like yeah, that. And I'm, too. and I was listening to this album and I'm like, Oh, we're just not stopping. No, nope, it right. just keeps going. They don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: they,
0: have, they have, well, they have like, they have some kind of like more, you know, down tempo songs or, or sort of, sort of slower songs, but they're not ballads. You know, they're not singing about, they're not singing about falling in love, you know? Uh, so,
3: <laughs> yeah, well, the yeah, Thrill is kind of about falling in love Yeah, I know
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Do you know what this song is about actually? <laughs> Lay it on I me th- I
3: thought
0: it was really interesting So Brian Johnson wrote the lyrics Because he said that um, It was about He had read this article in a newspaper About a, a neighborhood pusher Who would make daily rounds through Le- London suburbs And sell narcotics to bored, lonely, depressed housewives And so these women were like Totally like substance, you know, affected, and they would then these women would then go out to the clubs and like seek out these extramarital affairs, and somebody wrote an article in the newspaper about it, and so he read it, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna write, uh, wow, lyrics about it," and I guess uh, they um, apparently the term in the title, which shoot to thrill, refers to Valium that they used which was often administered via injection to treat anxiety and depression. And the national health system in England was overloaded with women who were depressed. Wow. Well, there you go.
4: <laughs> so, who yeah, knew? I, know, I thought
0: that was a crazy story. Like, this is one of the most classic songs. They almost always play it live, you know, and it's like a th- it was the theme song, basically, to Iron Man 2. That's right. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, it was really it was really the focal the focal song, not any of the other like bigger hits. Shoot the thrill. Uh, and that's what it's about. I just, <laughs> I just thought that was pretty interesting.
3: Sense, yeah. Shoot to Thrill <laughs> is in my top three. Top three.
1: On okay. this album. Okay. I would say. There's one song in there that's not necessarily a quote unquote hit, but
2: mm-hmm. we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, that wound
1: up being one of my faves. Nice.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you like to introduce the next song? The next song
1: is What Do You Do For Money, Honey?
3: Some people out there that just imagining them in a recording booth and just screaming this stuff yeah. out. I I wish there, I wonder if there is footage out there somewhere where you can actually see him That'd be cool. laying down the these tracks. Do you do you have a preference between uh Bon and Brian? Um
1: I I don't know. For me, When I came on to discovering them, I knew Brian Johnson. I think I just have more exposure to Brian Johnson because he's alive. He's with us. He's doing interviews. And it would be different if, like, you know, like, I still love Steve Perry. You know, he's still around for Journey, you know. Yeah. and he's just not a part of the band it doesn't mean yeah. I like him less, but like it'd be fun to have Bon Scott do like interviews if he was around or podcast or what it, I don't know that would be interesting to see what he'd be up to today yeah uh, but I don't know I tend to lean towards Brian Johnson
3: a mm-hmm. little bit just, I'm just more familiar with him yeah I was you know. just curious how about you yeah. Sam yeah that's a
0: tough one for me I don't know I mean it's like you said Brian Johnson's been with him for 40 years you know so it just feels like he's he's the guy now. I mean, I just so so much associate Brian with with dc but and and a lot of people, you know, that are younger, they don't even they don't even realize there's probably a different singer, you know, kind of like what we talked about earlier because they sound similar. I mean, if you listen for it, obviously you can hear the oh, difference. Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I think I like Brian's I think I like Brian's voice a little bit better, but I think that Bond's lyrics and sort of his attitude and kind of sneer, I think, is more appealing to me. So, um, especially
1: early ADC, ACDC I mean, when it's like you know, Long Way to the Top. If you want to rock and roll, yeah, those well, fun yeah, I mean, songs. Was,
0: yeah, I mean, he was he was only with him for what five or six years or something as a singer, but I mean, my favorite my favorite ACDC album is actually. One that Bond Scott fronted. It's Highway to Hell.
1: Highway to Hell, yeah. Yeah, the one right before this came
0: out. And, and um,
3: Sam happens to be wearing that t shirt. That's right.
1: And it's I am like. Wearing that t-shirt, yes. and, and yeah, Brian does a great job at that because it's just one of those. You can't get away with a concert
3: without that. I have you one know? more question. Do it. What do you do for money, honey?
1: I work for a living. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think of the song?
3: Uh, I think
1: it's a good party song. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of a. I don't know. I don't want to be It's mean a party about song it. album. Yeah, it's just it's a filler song. I mean, it's it's all right. Also,
3: who you calling honey? Yeah. Jesus. God. Did, did yeah, you find was, out anything interesting about this one?
0: He he just wrote it. He was taunting women who avoid work by hooking up with rich guys. That was basically what it was about. I mean, uh but I guess they kind of ignored it. They didn't play it much in concert, but uh, then they brought it back like in the early two thousands, these first three songs on the album, I think kick it off. Like boom, boom, boom. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Hell's mm-hmm. bell shoots a thrill. What do you do for money, honey? Um, absolutely. Just like, you know, they're just like right in your face and it's, what do you do for money, honey? Is an album track, it wasn't a hit, you know. I mean, all the songs on this album I feel like are so familiar, even though they're not all hits, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every one of these songs I feel like I know so well because I've just heard this album so many times, you know. Um, and but this is one of the it's just a great riff and that characteristic like groove and stomp, you know, that they're so well known for.
1: Bump, bump, yeah. Uh, we're gonna move on to the next one called Giving the Dog a Bone. This isn't one of my most favorite songs, but you know, it's if you're running, it's got a good pace to it. That's true. It's like, um, I mean,
4: <laughs> well,
3: I am not an expert at uh, deciphering <gasps> lyrics, but <laughs> but um, Sam, <laughs> it's
0: about blowjobs. Oh, okay, oh, okay. there you got go. it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. There you go. <laughs> right? It's like every ACDC song this is about sex.
3: Can pretty much.
0: Could this song <clears throat> come out today?
3: Probably. No.
1: I mean, if, I
0: mean, yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, ACDC it DC would just is get Band that could do it. Probably. Yeah. Like they're probably the only band that could do this song, and everybody would just be like, "All right,
1: all yeah, right, you've been <laughs> you doing know? it before." you yeah. <laughs> they're like the Don yeah. Rickles of yeah. rock, <laughs> like no cancel culture. Like, <laughs> right. Right. but if
0: like Ed Sheeran was like giving the dog a bone, you like, know, wait it
2: wait would be like,
3: "Fuck
0: that guy,
3: cancel his ass." <laughs> well, he'd, he'd lose all the all the tween, uh, know. you know, parents. It's they, just yeah,
1: it's classic ACDC. I was told growing up that pretty much every ACDC song. Is pretty much sexual, isn't it? To, well, like, funny you know, though,
3: like, isn't it funny growing up that you just have no idea? Yeah, you just assume. and then and then one day you go back and you listen and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, so like and the yeah, I was like, I would listen to I I would listen to Poison. I'd listen to Poison, I listened to Motley Crue, you know, all of these bands, and just have it go straight over my head. Mm. Def Leppard, I had no idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and the, you know early Bon Scott ACDC days of like uh we've got the biggest balls of them all yeah meaning parties but <laughs> <laughs> it's still just like we've got the biggest balls of them all <laughs> just like they just had some wild early ACDC was pretty fun yeah you know I mean like with uh, Long Way to the Top if You Want to Rock and Roll had like uh, fucking bagpipes in it and, you know it's just like oh, yeah yeah just like they were having fun you know it was some cool stuff yeah but
0: this these next couple songs, like after after they really kick off this album, great. These next couple songs are kind of like the low point of the album for me. I mean, you know, spoiler for the next song, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think they more than make up for it with like the next couple of tracks after that. So, I think so too. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like Joe said, it's got a good groove,
3: but lyrically, mm, yeah, one yeah. one might know. say that the progression of these two songs the one that we just played in the next one, one might lead to the other one in more ways than on the album, right? So
1: this one is, uh, let me put my love into you. Whoa. Kindly. (laughs) No, (laughs) with consent. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
3: It makes me uncomfortable. Don't struggle. Don't <laughs> fight. Let me. Put God. My left <laughs> what the hell?
0: I mean, they could have gone a long way by changing "let me" to "may I."
1: You know. Yeah.
3: There you go. But there were a lot of songs in the late '70s, early '80s that have a very similar theme and tone, mm-hmm. like that. This this one's very much. I this could have been a kiss song.
2: Yeah,
1: that could have been. Yeah, you
3: know, and it, it just makes me It makes me feel like it's lumped in with a lot of those songs that were just like I don't know, Look what the a cat little it,
1: you know, poison. Well, kind, like
0: sort of. just like, too sleazy, right? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, Sleazy is a great description for that. Thank you. Yeah, they I mean, were. Well,
0: ACDC did too, but yeah, Kiss had a lot.
3: This one, yeah, this one just reminds me of like their like Love Gun. And oh, it it God. just it, like it gives me the same vibes and
4: uh, eh. you're right I know it feels <laughs> it just feels different
3: and I don't even think I I don't know even before like the the whole Me Too thing like even before that hearing songs like that I'm just like
4: eh. <laughs> I don't know man yeah
3: I don't know it's like a, it's a little much. And and not lumping it in with the likes of this, but but also you know the there'd be a lot of songs in the '70s and maybe even late '60s where they would they would address the 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 female as little girl. Oh yeah, and you know it's just stuff like that where it's just it's just icky. Yeah, it's just wrong. <laughs> however, Cheek. however, I'm never not gonna want to rock out to Seventeen. Just right. saying. She's only 17. I, I don't know. I, I've got to give that one a pass just because it's so
2: then, fucking catchy. He's
3: yeah. got a pretty good
4: riff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, then there's know, Paul man.
1: McCartney. Pretty bouncy. Yeah. yeah. Then there's Paul McCartney. of Yeah, she was just seventeen. You know what I mean. Yeah. "Ah." Well, when did they? But when did they write that? When they were kids, but still, right? So when someone's seventeen, they
0: were still too. Yeah, still too old, probably. Uh, But they got a pass because they were the Beatles.
1: Yeah, the Beatles, and they still play Like, all right,
3: we're in the Beatles. But
0: this, you know, this song, (laughs) (laughs) Mutt Lang produced this album. Okay, and he's he produced like a bunch of yeah, he produced tons of rock stuff. I mean, he did like. Of course, he ultimately married Shania Twain, and then produced all, like almost all of her yeah, big hits.
3: Whoa.
2: Right, but
0: but way before that, he was doing like all a bunch of ton, a ton of classic rock
3: stuff. He was doing
0: Def Leppard. He did Pyromania. He did Hysteria for them. Um, I fucking
3: love Hysteria.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, both of those albums I think are are two of the best as far as hard rock goes. But this song, for for the lyrical content being absolutely you know horrendous, uh, <laughs> the, it's got a good haunting intro, and yeah. it kind of reminds me of something from Pyromania, and actually, yeah. it, it's kind of one of those songs I feel like. I feel like when I'm, you know, when I'm like driving at night, I'm like driving somewhere and I'm, you know, like if I'm heading back maybe to visit my parents or something and I'm on this like, you know, lengthy like drive, I feel like it's one of those songs you put on at night and it just kind of seems to fit the mood right.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: you know, it's just kind of one of those like good, like kind of haunting kind of yeah. m- mist, you know, driving through the mist kind of songs. I don't know why I think of it that way, but, mm-hmm. but I do. It's also, it was also a song on the Filthy 15 though. Oh. Remember that we talked about that,
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: Dang. with the Prince episode, yeah. So this yeah. Uh, song was also on that list, but and
3: Dang. just to, just to recap, those were the ones that uh, were brought up. What was it? it where, where did they bring that? Was it like the Senate or where where the where the fuck was that?
0: Yeah the P, the PRMC. Yeah, they brought up a list of songs that they said were the Filthy Fifteen, basically songs that um, should be banned from. Uh, radio or should be banned from being played or banned from albums because you know they're too dirty basically to alert parents to not let their children listen to them
3: yeah which um, uh, resulted in the parental advisory sticker right. that we all know and love i know yes um i think it would be interesting mm-hmm. to put brian johnson and uh and joe elliott like like head to head microphone microphone battle you know uh that would be just i don't know you know, you hear stories yeah, about people up. people finding these guys for these bands and i think wasn't it joe elliott that he was like on a fucking park bench like or or waiting for a bus or something like that and and then they happened to find him there they were looking for a lead singer for this band and and he was like, well, I can I can sing. I'm like, okay. And then yeah. he turned, he's like, I'm pretty sure that that's how that that's how that story went. They well, just I haven't like heard that found story. him waiting for a thing. bus or something. Okay. And then he, he starts like doing his fucking Joe Elliott thing. And they're like, yeah, you I'm
1: like, oh, me. OK. Was yeah. Funny.
3: I don't know. Anyway, we should probably move on to the next one. Because uh, it's Joe's birthday and we've got there stuff we go. to do. We got, Happy yeah. birthday, Joe. Thank
1: you very much. Happy birthday, Joe. Yes, it's my birthday episode. There Ooh, you go. and just in right. time for this oh, track. Oh, all right. Title track Back in Black.
3: Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: About back in black, Joe. Oh my gosh! Um, by far, one of my favorites, and mm-hmm. uh, it's nuts that like it's got the beat, it's got the drums, it's got the. They got the beat. Yeah, they, got they got the, the beat. They. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next album, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it's funny that it's such a big hit. And then if you stop and look at the lyrics, they kind of don't really make a whole lot of sense, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of nuts. Uh, you know, and I think what made this song is probably the beat and the, 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 you know, the licks and the guitar licks. And later, it's probably one of my favorite parts in the song where it's just mm-hmm. bang, it just builds. And I don't know, I've just always loved this song.
0: My first note on this is, is this the greatest hard rock song of all time?
1: <laughs> I've heard on some lists. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to like you know make big pr- make these giant pronouncements, you know, because everybody has their different opinions about stuff, and I'm so sure some people think it's like I don't know satisfaction or stairway to heaven or some shit. Mm,
3: but I'd put this before that for sure. I
0: would too. This yeah. song, I just never get tired of this song. Yeah, like I, thing, I just
3: think it's so good. That's it's what just, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's like if you think about older songs from this time. And you listen to them so much, you could easily thank God. Like, it'd be one of those that would come up on your... You'll have songs like that that will come up on your Spotify playlist or iPod or whatever. And there's certain ones that you've just heard so much that you're like, I can skip it. I can go past it. Yeah. Whatever. But this yeah. one... You you should be tired of it, but you're not. Yeah, you kind of stop. That's on how it I over. feel about it. Yeah, because we've heard it so
0: much, right? I know, like every right? radio station yeah. will play it. Like nobody's afraid to play this song and mix it in with like whatever's popular right now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because it's always, it's all like people are always in the mood for it and yeah. everybody yeah. knows it regardless of your age. Right. Now, Kate's not a hard rock fan, but she was like, so. Back in Black's like she loves it, and she has it on a bunch of her playlists yeah. that she'll play for me sometimes. And she was like, "So, the Back in Black is the first song on Back in Black, right?" And I am like, mm,
4: "No, it should
2: be <laughs> right." She's like, She's "But it'd the- be such a
0: great <laughs> album opener because I mean, think about the intro like it, yeah. how how I know. how like how That's- historic is that
3: intro? Everybody knows yeah. it. That's actually what I was gonna bring up is that I and I wanted to wait until this part of the album because yeah. as far as As far as sequencing is concerned, if I could change something about this album, it would be to put Back in Black, number one, and then to actually make Shoot to Thrill the last track. Okay. To end with that.
1: Yeah, that and then you could put Hell's Belt. Yeah, right. Hell, and, Hell's Bells in would the be middle, some, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah,
3: that'd be good. That was that was just my thought. Boom, but I'm slow. no expert. Yeah,
0: damn. yeah. Damn. I don't know if they. just, I think they wanted to start off on a more somber note. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. Yeah. because and, uh, of because of honoring Bond. That. You know, yeah. but yeah.
1: if it was released maybe another ten years after, maybe you know. Yeah. It, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I think you shook me all night long would be the best Ooh,
1: uh, album closer. Get me out. Um, yeah, spo- yeah.
0: Spoiler alert, that song is on this album.
1: Uh, here we is go. it? What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, let's see here. The next song is You Shook Me All Night Long. <laughs>
3: I don't know if you guys have been to a wedding reception in the last 20 years, but uh, <laughs> what's that like? <laughs> it's basically this song yeah. <laughs> every time, right? Which is a little weird. Yeah, you shook you, me on if the If lake. you think about it, mm, yeah. Here's the wedding party.
1: <laughs> Welcome, Shannon, your bride. Come on, time.
2: It's a what? fun, uh, it's a fun
1: party song, and I think yeah. uh, what I can—I don't want to compare it to this, but Do the it. the reaction that you get, yeah, uh, is "Sweet Home Alabama." Okay? Oh, it's when no. now listen, oh. listen—I don't How listen. How you, sir? It's it's one of those things where I didn't want to. I, I, I wish don't wanna, you could see Sam's face. I know I don't want to put the two together, but when you hear "Sweet Home Alabama," people will just go fucking nuts when you hear the bling bling, and you go. <laughs> Oh, and you hear
3: the guitar start. I understand that's, the response, like the visceral response
4: yeah.
2: to
3: a visceral response to a to a song. But I'm not comparing uh, it. I'm just I feel to, like I you da, did. Da, da, da,
1: da, da, da. That's my next album.
3: And I'm gonna tell <laughs> Brian Johnson what you did. Oh,
1: you have his number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I love this song. It's always a party song.
3: And oh my gosh, yeah. Um, is this song about uh, sex? Check. Is this song about sex? Is that what that is? Probably.
1: Yeah, told it, me it, to come, but I was already it's
3: there.
2: Guaranteed um, <laughs> like, that maybe, the
0: maybe the subject and maybe a person in the song couldn't wake up, and the other person <laughs> they were sleeping with was trying to wake them up, and they em, shook them all night, and they come wouldn't on. wake up, and then finally in the morning they woke
3: up. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, wake up. Yeah, when I was know. that? Was that Arnold?
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's him. Oh,
4: come know. on, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> when
3: was the last time, Sam? When was the last time you worked double time on the seduction line?
0: Uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've been in my relationship for seven years,
3: so uh, yeah. seven years ago. There I, have, there I there appreciate you. that you actually took that question seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect that. It was 1980. Uh, do you have anything you want to tell us that you uh, found? Well, I mean, I, I just.
0: I'm just blown away by the fact that Back in Black and You Shook Me All Night Long, this band's like two biggest songs mm-hmm. cut like start side two of their biggest album. I don't know. It's just, it's funny to me that those come in sequence at six and seven on, on this album. Boom I just feel like, yeah. yeah, I mean if they you know that if they put that album out now that those would probably be like the first two songs, yeah, and uh you shook me back in black i think is is maybe the best hard rock song ever, but you shook me all night long is probably the most melodic and pop thing a c d c ever did, you know, it's just got that like incredible melody and incessant like classic a c d c groove um I don't know, it's just it's just a great it's just a great song. Like it's so it's so good. And it's all about comparing women
3: to cars. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: right? Cool. She's a fast machine. She <laughs> mm-hmm. kept her motor clean. <laughs> um, <Yeah.
3: laughs> which song do you think gets more of a response from the crowd? Back in black, or you shook me all night long.
1: I would say back in now this is fun because i went down a YouTube rabbit hole and it's really hard to find a small A C D C concert. Like it's <laughs> I <would> just imagine. <laughs> it's just big ass arenas. Yeah. It's Wembley Stadium, and yep. when I I think this goes back to your Weird Al kind of thing, mm-hmm. where when we go to Weird Al anymore these days, um, people aren't really laughing at the lyrics; they're just reciting it, and it's like it like it's religion. Yeah, just it's a part of, like, of them. Yeah. It's a part of them, Just like as I walk through the valley, you know, I'm just like it is a funny song, but you're just kind of sitting there enjoying it. Yeah. So when Back in Black comes on. It's amazing because you hear the whole crowd go do 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 do, do. so they're singing yeah. along with it. And it's just like it's this, singing the melody. Yeah, that's it. You hear the crowd go do 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 do. So yeah, <clears> that is an interesting. I think they respond more with black and Black. Song. Yeah.
3: yeah, i I'm going to disagree and say that I believe that people would lose their shit more to "You shook me all night long" I because. Guess. And not that they couldn't sing along with the other one, but because it has the, the long held out notes. At the beginning. You know, oh, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like that one might get more of a response. But I don't know. We've never been to a ACDC I it. show. He, they yeah.
1: came to Des Moines in 2010, and they were supposed to be, uh, uh, what was it? It was supposed to be 2009 in October, October 10th. Ah. ACDC, Wells Fargo Arena. And then on the radio, I heard Brian Johnson had something wrong with his voice. They pushed it to April oh. 17th, which is my dad's birthday in, in 2010. Yeah. And I missed that concert. And I'm like, God. Shoot. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, Back in Black's kind of more like a punch in the face. And it's just, it's, it's got that, like, it, it's it much more immediate, you know? It yeah. like kicks right into, into it. it. It's, it's just, just boom. You know, yeah. and then you shook me all that long is kind of you're kind of like, oh, is this going to be like a slow song? And it kind of yeah. takes a while to build. Right. It's but then once it gets guitar. into the once it gets into the chorus, you're right. It's like it's so easy to sing along with. It's such a it's such a,
3: you know, well-known melody. Well, um, what an interesting choice to keep the count off at the beginning. Yeah. For that song right. Yeah. Gives, yeah. I mean, there's so many songs you don't do that for. Yeah. yeah. But sure. you hear it in the concert, but they actually yeah. have it. Yeah, that's interesting. It could have just yeah. started.
1: <clears throat> I know. Yeah. You know? Uh, I never thought, thought that. about that. Uh, there was yeah. something to it. There's a story behind that as to I think they were trying to sync it up with like the drummer and the guitarist. Like, OK, are you ready? done so that's why you kind of hear the cadence bump and then it gets yeah wow so there's a reason to it because they keep doing it otherwise i don't know (laughs) it would have been something that was on the album but it wasn't in concert or something like that uh the next one we have have a drink on me
3: Songs they're they're so rock you don't really know what to do with them except for like enjoy them yeah you know what I mean because you can't you, you don't really dance to have a drink on me no you just kind of it's it really is there's gonna be a lot of headbanging at this concert yeah. right yeah that's and a lot of fist pumping yeah. have a drink on me
1: <laughs> it's a fun song yeah I, I like it's the a super of fun it. song yeah. yeah and it's kind of flirty like, hey have a drink on me yeah it's, it's
3: got
0: try- I don't I don't know I. I might have to disagree with you on that. I think a lot of ACDC songs are super danceable. Yeah. I, like, there's, there's some really, there's some like
3: really danceable grooves in a lot of these songs, I think. I mean, they, I guess maybe we're talking about a different kind of dancing. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not saying that you can't do anything to them. It's just like. I'm talking it's about horizontal dancing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, oh, okay. What? what what I'm saying is that the beat is like—it's just a bit too slow to yeah. do the kind of dancing that I'm thinking, you know, in a in a concert. Yeah. But maybe I—I mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just need to see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe this one's just more of a toe tapper, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, enjoy just, it and just you know. Yeah, and I'm but. not saying you can't dance to any of them. I'm sorry, Brian. God, I really do like your music. <laughs> it's a. Uh, this is this is a great party song
0: though, right? I mean for obvious reasons. And it's got it's like one of my favorite like lyrical songs where they're just talking about, you know, I don't know, whiskey, gin and brandy and sour sour mash and cheap wine, trying to walk a straight line. You yeah. Know.
4: yeah.
0: It's just it's got a lot of fun, like, lyrics. And then I love when he's like,
4: Get stoned <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Really loud. <laughs> I mean, uh, if
0: you say so. Why not? Yeah, I mean, but I guess some people were like kind of turned off by this song because of the way the Bond died,
1: you know, oh, because, uh, you
0: know long night of drinking. And now now know, let's make a song. Yeah,
3: but that doesn't mean that you're going to like all those fans out there that are turned off by the subject matter. Do you not drink? Yeah, right. Right. Like,
1: yeah. Come
4: Come on. Don't
0: put. Your it, it was meant to be a tribute, and yeah. I think most most of their fans kind of figured that out. But I think people on the outside, you know, were kind of like, what is
4: uh, why would you?"
3: Have, uh, exactly. I feel door. like I cannot support the wow. South. <laughs> Boo! Yeah. Weird. Thanks, Bob Dole <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's not even what I was You're doing. Like <laughs> Anything else about "Have a Drink"? Uh,
1: just a fun, fun song. Yeah, yeah man. Well, how about
3: we do something else?
1: All right. Next one's called "Shake a Leg."
0: Singing,
2: yeah. yes I mean, it is.
0: I mean, not not that he doesn't do that on the rest of the album, but I feel like on this song, I especially like noticed. You
3: know, he's really it gets really, a little uh, stretching, man. It gets a little Led Ooh. Zeppelin. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Seriously. Like he's he's way up there. Uh, yeah, I I love this one, and I love. Uh, I love Shake a Leg, and it's kind. Of, I think it's kind of a dark horse, really, because there's so many other classics on this mm, yeah. that everybody knows, you know. But I, I think Shake a Leg is, is sort. Like I said, it's just kind of one of those one of those sleepers that nobody really uh, really remembers. And it's near the end of the album, but it's really upbeat and yeah. just like a, a solid. Probably the most. I mean, maybe one of the most upbeat like grooves they have on the album, actually, um, with like
3: Shoot to Thrill. And to your point earlier. I feel like this is a danceable one. It is. Totally. It is. Yeah.
1: Uh, this song actually was probably out of the quote unquote non-hits. It's yeah. probably my favorite one. Oh, okay. Where I'm like, how come this didn't take off? Because it's got Seriously. that riff of... bam And it's like, you're driving yeah. in your car, you want to fucking speed, you want to like, you know... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it's great on a bike or running, like it's got that... Bang, 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 and it's fun because it's like, it reminds you of all the other songs that basically tell you how to dance like the twist or you know yeah right you know stuff like that <laughs> twist that's and show. shake, shake a leg true. like it's telling you how to dance like got a does, good point yeah. my friend
0: that's right <laughs> yeah it's like you know it's it's telling you to you know get going get up, get up and do some stuff mm-hmm. it's like a nike song you know just do it or something just, just fucking
2: do it guys just fucking
0: yeah do it. all Come right on
3: now so it's interesting i showed you the bell that's yeah. on yeah. there so for each track it says the name of the track on the bell Underneath ACDC. So they made that specifically for Spotify. Wow. That's kind of neat. Yeah, Yeah, For anybody that checks out Spotify, it's kind of neat. If you turn on (laughs) the video function that they do.
0: Yeah, there's a story behind that bell, too. Uh,
3: I feel like now's the time you should tell us about it.
0: I can do that. So they... They, uh, when they first wanted, they, of course they, they got, they got an actual bell, but the story kind of starts with the song hell's bells cause they wanted to have a bell for it. So the first attempt to record it took place in England and they went to this, uh, war memorial museum. Um, and they tried to use a bell there to like, and actually catch a recording of them hitting it oh. with recording equipment. And it didn't, didn't, didn't quite work. So then they commissioned to get one made a one ton bronze bell, uh to get it made but it wasn't ready in time for the recording however it was ready for them to use it on tour and they took it out on tour with them Sweet. you can imagine hauling that like God. fucking thing around uh and then playing it at the beginning uh before uh before hell's bells but ultimately what they did is they um they uh they found uh i guess they they found uh they tried to find another bell that was in like a um uh, it was in like uh, like a church, but when they there were birds that were living in the bell, so whenever they tried to like hit it, <laughs> the birds would like they would fly out and then come right back and you 'd get the fluttering of their wings and stuff like that so but apparently when they had to record it, it took like fifteen microphones and all these like various dynamics mm-hmm. just to get it to get it to sound just right. Like they were really specific about it. Mm-hmm. I always whenever I hear this song or whenever I hear Hell's Bells, I'm always like, Is it Hell's Bells or is it for whom the Bell Tolls? Because that's another song, you know, another hard rock song, Metallica, of course. Yeah. That begins with a bell as well. But if if you know what you're listening for, you can tell the difference. But for right, sure.
3: <laughs> Do you guys experience that thing? where you listen to the radio or Spotify but you're not looking at what's coming up but you like you can figure out what a song is within like half a second blink the- because oh. i i i find that i can do that and i'm and yeah. like even if it's faint and in the background i'm like oh this is this sounds exactly like this song and then sure mm-hmm. enough what? i'm like and i could just barely <laughs> hear it or something like at a supermarket or whatever and i'm just like man i'm really good <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> it's not a talent that really does anything for you unless you were to fucking get on TV yeah. or something. But it's just like it's exposure. This of is apparently to what I know. Yeah, is it's music. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you think about a huge bell like that that you were describing, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about a bell like that? Uh, just like a bell in a fucking clock tower or something. It,
1: yeah. I guess yeah. I first,
3: let me let me tell you mine first, oh, and then yeah. you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Whenever I think about something like that, I think about the bell in in 1989 Batman. Okay, like that's that like it. It could go mm. to like the Liberty Bell, or something okay. like I've okay. seen it in person. But whenever I think about a huge bell like that, yeah. I think about the Batman Joker fight. There you go. In Batman 89. There yeah. you go, yeah. So I didn't know if you guys had something that your mind went to when you thought about a huge fucking bell. Not really. I mean, that's a that's a pretty distinctive one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. I just grew up and yeah. watching that movie, and whenever I think about a huge fucking bell, yeah. that's it.
1: Well, Shanghai Noon had a big bell fight scene up at the top of their... I don't know, you know. that I watched that movie all yeah. the way through. Towards the end where Jackie Chan, you know, they're doing the fight scene, and then his head was up against the bell. And then it rang. And Shanghai then, Noon with Owen Wilson, yeah, as then, well. And then his head yeah. just kind of going, <laughs> but yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, what else? Yeah, then there's of course there's Big Ben. There's like, I mean, you
3: gave me one, so yeah. you don't have to keep finding anyway, more. <laughs> I don't find associations when I see. I just see a bell. Any association with a big bell, Sam?
0: Oh man, not really. Batman's a good one. I don't know why that didn't immediately pop into my head because I've watched that movie so many times. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think
3: I have one. Well, Sam, you lost the game. Bummer. Bummer. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. I lost lost the bell game. <laughs> Shoot. But you did dress up, <coughs> you so go. you still win. So here's life. the here's the
1: final this is it. This is it. Okay. Um, and this is the final song on Back in Black called Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. favorite songs. it just had this really? slow build rock and roll just like and i think it's a great ending to the to the album um
3: better than my ending
1: i mean i like it but <laughs> as far as like real
3: life goes as far as as far, you know, as far as what the album actually is right right
1: i mean i like your the way that you'd retract right, it right but it's a good end cap of just it like is. rock and roll ain't noise pollution boom all right we out that yeah. kind of you know it's the a
3: message that they want to put out there about it
1: yeah so you just rocked our faces off for track by track by track and then yeah. this is just like all right we out that's it yeah you know? it
3: would be an interesting thing to end a concert on as everyone's leaving and their ears are ringing
2: <laughs> it's like making
3: everybody go deaf <laughs> right i know right uh, uh, who has
0: more like anthems about rock and roll though like yeah. nobody <laughs> Nobody wrote more anthems, like that's right. for yeah, that's those true. for those about to rock, let there be rock. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Yeah. That's uh, rock and roll train, rock or bust. They have so many of those where they're just like, Yeah, let's celebrate rock May I present
1: Rock and Roll <laughs> Hoochie Koo. Hey, oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> rock and roll Hoochie Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> even like their earlier their newer albums like twenty ten, rock or bust, uh, yeah, they had some damn good mm. tunes. In rock, we trust. It's rock or bust. Like, mm.
0: Right. Boom. Really simple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just—they always—they almost always have a song like that that talks about like their love of rock and roll or yeah. how uh. rocks how rocks never gonna you know die or whatever. I mean, it's just
1: yeah. Every yeah. every album. Damn, I didn't really catch on to that. It's a good one.
0: So I guess the the opening rap he was doing that spoken uh, word thing was done in one take. Oh, wow, where he's just like kind of talking over the intro. I guess it was done in one take because mutt, mutt Lang was like, hey Brian, I just want you to say some stuff over the intro and he just started like doing some rap sweet about, good, about good. stuff so yeah,
1: like <laughs> there you go. yeah, that's rocking that's cool yeah, yeah.
0: it's not that's not one of my favorites, but I mean, you know it's it's a classic. it's another one of those classics on this album. yeah, you know, it's a good one
3: this it, the album has such a consistent feel yeah to it yeah you know what's interesting for it being out in 1980 this vinyl must be super rare because i never see it huh anywhere worth looking into and 1980 it's like vinyl city man everyone yeah everything yeah. that's yeah. kind of interesting yeah. i wonder if we were to like ebay that shit if it's if it's yeah. pretty expensive because mm. i never see this album anywhere yeah but it's one that i would like to get yeah moving forward
0: You know, I have this on CD and like, when I got it, I was pretty pumped. And I remember, I remember buying it and it must've been like an older, I don't know if it was like an old copy of it or what. I mean, I think it was brand new when I bought it, but it's really funny because it's back in black. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's got the, Classic cover that we all know, but then when I opened it up, the CD that came in it was basically like the cover of the hoverboard that's over Joe's shoulder. Really, and, Come on, yeah, right? it was like it was like these really bright, like pink and like, yellowish that colors. Was, that was all the CDs, or that's that the- was that was just that specific one from ACDC weird. that I got. That's yeah. so, yeah, that's so I mean, weird, I could, yeah. I thought it was so strange. I'm like, yes, back in black and then I opened it up and it's like, oh, these really uh, you know vibrant. springy colors.
3: I'm like, yeah. oh wonderful. That's like <laughs> that's like if you're to open the black album Metallica <laughs> And it's like flowers on the inside. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's
0: basically what it was like. Like what? what are you doing? What are you doing?
1: Yeah, no kidding. That's so that's funny. funny. I just thought
0: it was really funny. I mean, obviously, it didn't take away from the music at all. Right. But I just thought it was interesting.
3: Wow. <clears throat> I like it. Um, Sam, yeah. yes. final thoughts on the album as a whole.
0: Back in Black is a great album. And all these songs are just absolute classics. I think this fits in so many, like it's good for, it's good for like a road trip. It's great for a party. It's great to hear at a bar. Um, you know, it's good to just listen to when you're just hanging out, like at your house with, with friends or, or even by yourself. It's just, it's a perfect album for all that. I mean, I don't know. It's one of the greatest hard rock albums in my opinion ever. And, um, a lot of fun songs and, um, and uh upbeat stuff and yeah I'm it's just one of those uh I you know probably listen to at least a couple of times a year all the way through just awesome. uh
2: just Do for it. fun yeah. Yeah. so yeah I I,
3: I can tell you that I haven't listened to this album all the way through with with the exception of the the last week or so since I was a I was a kid sure yeah really um because I had access to a lot of rock CDs that my stepdad had, and you know he uh, was at least cool enough to have a whole stereo set up. We had all like Kenwood stuff and a nice speaker set, and um, so I would listen to stuff like this and Motley Crue and Def Leppard, oh, and yes. just put it in from time to time. It wasn't my it wasn't my favorite to listen to, but I can say that I respect the hell out of it. Yeah, and. It's undeniable that it's a fantastic rock and roll album. Right? Yeah. And it doesn't seem uh I don't want to I don't want to overuse this this term, but it really doesn't seem to age too much.
1: Yeah, it's frozen in time.
3: I think I think you're right. Yeah. Whereas and I I don't know what it is that prevents something from feeling old over time but it's just i i don't know i just think that this one holds up yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: totally and what's your guys's favorite song i'm sorry oh go ahead interrupt you but yeah i was just gonna ask what your favorite songs were on the album um because you said shoot to thrill is in your top three so i was kind of "Shoot curious to thrill what, what is else. in
3: my top three and actually yeah. i might oh man and that's the thing is that shoot to thrill i'm not sure if it is 2 or 3. Yeah. I, I I like Hell's Bells, but it's not in my it's it's not in my in my top ones, I don't know. Um I think that Have a Drink on Me is going to be also in my top 3 and then Back in Black. And the reason that you shook me all night long is not there. Is just because I feel like it's been like slammed against my head. <laughs> Everyone knows for, it. For yeah. like, like I said, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that doesn't mean that I don't respect it as a rock right. song, a rock anthem, yeah. really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't really go wrong. I think Back of Black is probably my favorite, but yeah. And to Have a Drink on Me, I love. Um, I don't know what the third one would be, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's several other good ones. Like you said, Shake shake a Leg's kind of a dark horse, and I, I think that one's really For fun. For me,
1: Back in Black, <coughs> Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution, Shake a Leg. Top three. Yeah. Nice. Like, boom, boom, boom. Nice. Like
3: that. Yeah. Yeah, kind of fun. You're not fucking around. But you, yeah, knew I think you knew that. You knew that shit. It took me a second.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. But this album, I think, is uh, it was a great start to a new era. Yeah. And just boom, here we go, and new it, guy. It is
3: kind of poetic. It is like you know, uh the passing of of the torch sort of, you know, although yeah. he didn't physically get to do that. But if you've gotta move forward as a band and the circumstance was there where this guy said, Hey, if I'm ever gone, this guy, this is your guy. Yeah. Which and,
1: I don't know how it was received, you know, like the new album yeah. after Bon Scott died. But like part of me wonders at that time would you have conversations with your friends and be like, yeah, they're not going to make it. Nah. You know, I like- bet,
3: I bet it was similar to the whole Nirvana Foo Fighters situation oh, where, okay. where a lot of fans were like, you're the fucking drummer from Nirvana. This is blasphemy. Now you're singing. How dare you? Yeah. I mean, when Cobain, I, yeah, I don't know how it would all uh, compare to losing bon scott but i mean i was in junior high middle school when cobain killed himself and like there was a decent percentage of kids just in school that were wearing the kurt cobain you know headshot with the birthday and death day and i mean that was just in middle school And so there was so many people that were in love with this band. So I don't know. eh, Yeah. And I don't know the percentage of of Nirvana fans that did really hate Grohl there for a while for trying to do something that was still like it wasn't grunge, really. You know, it was different, but still they're like, how dare you? So I don't know if there was a lot of that going on, especially because it was still the ACDC name. But then again, like there was other band members. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do? I I
0: guess at Bond's funeral, they actually got, I guess Bond's father actually pulled Malcolm Young aside and said this at Bond's funeral, his son's funeral. He pulled Malcolm aside and he said, you guys should keep going. You guys need to keep going. Bond Bond would want that, you know? And so they had the blessing of the family. And so, yeah, five months after he died, they released the the album, you know, like they, they immediately started working on it. And five months later they had it. I mean, can you imagine that? Like now, like, like, I just feel like that something like that probably wouldn't, wouldn't happen. They just put their head down and started working. And and the fact that they put out the album that they did, like what an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, five months, you don't five months, your singer dies and then you get a new singer and write this group of songs and then put it out and it's it's the album that it is like 40 years later. But yeah. That's it's incredible.
3: That's gotta be like to any of the haters that were out there leading up to the release. Like, boom, fuck yeah. you. It, yeah, in, exactly.
1: In an era where recording wasn't the easiest to do. Like yeah. tape and, you know, just like
3: yeah. tape. But, but then again, it's like if something like that happens in your life and you lose a friend that's Essentially, a family member to you because you work so closely. Your instinct is to, while grieving, I'm guessing, would be to want to immerse yourself in like your work or whatever. And so, I could see why they worked so hard. But I mean, yeah, what a what a load of pressure on Brian Johnson. I I yeah. like, but then go. but then to execute it so well i don't know and now he's in it yeah And now
0: it's, it's they just rose to the pressure you know it was absolutely like, I, I i mean you can hear there's some terrific stories that you can go out and read about brian johnson where he talks about you know breaking in and, and the recording process and everything like that and and how he came up with some of the lyrics it's actually a pretty fascinating story because they recorded in the bahamas and they were living in these little shacks Um, and all of these weird stories, like some of the lyrics, um, to uh, hell's bells where he's talking about the weather actually came from a horrible tropical storm they were having at the time. So, but there's some terrific stories out there about, about, um, about all that. But, um, yeah, man, like I just, I'm trying to think if there's really ever been another band that's especially that's had like a singer transplant like that, that has gone on to be as as successful, really, you know, and just to kind of have that singer be accepted as the guy, you know, I mean, Van Halen tried to do it and they sold a lot of albums, but
3: but they I weren't think if you ask as anybody, successful, I don't think.
0: No, I don't I don't think if. Yeah, I don't think if you ask anybody who the lead singer of Van Halen is, I think most people think of they typically think of the Roth version, you know, and right, that's
3: yeah. I think Partly the, the, the reason that we ended up with the yeah, the Van Hagar. Like no nope. But
0: but if, if David Lee Roth had passed away and then they replaced him, maybe it'd be different. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's know. true. Yeah. That's true. All
1: right. Well, hey, we've got to wrap things up here. And who's next for the
3: choice? Oh, that is a very interesting question, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very interesting question. There okay, we go. Well, <laughs> for those of you who are keeping track. This is number nine. Number nine. All right. That we just finished. And so I thought it would be fun to do a little something different All right, for number 10. Ah, cool. Episode number 10. And so I'm going to give you guys a bit of homework. Uh-oh. And I have to do this what? myself. And I'm not... I know. I'm sorry. I, we've all graduated <sighs> a couple times. <laughs> so I apologize. But what I want us to do for the next episode is to find three songs that take you back. Okay. So three different singles, and it doesn't matter if they're hits or not, but something that means something to you or inspires some sort of story that, or it, it could just be something that you just love and you don't know why. Yeah,
1: I was like, here you go.
3: And so what we're going to do is we're going to do three of those. I I thought about doing something like One Hit Wonders, and we might get to that. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that it might be interesting to just bring some songs to the table that, that the other two people here may not really, yeah, or maybe they yeah. will have. And it would be just something that we could all kind of listen to and... Yeah. And so it'll be a little different for us because we'll actually listen to the whole thing. Yeah. And then and then talk. Yeah. But uh, but I think I think that that could. I think that that could be a lot of fun.
1: It will be. I'll do it. Yeah. And (laughs) I'm
3: sounds interesting. I'm secretly hoping that. Joe whips out Chumbawamba. Uh, everyone knows that song. Like <laughs> so I, I just thought it would be fun to get away yeah. from the traditional album yeah. for when, whenever we hit like a 10 or 20 yeah. and uh, do something a little different and then we can learn a little something about each other yeah. and, uh, and our Aww. musical taste
1: we'll right. we're doing it
3: yeah hey speaking of bonding uh maybe
0: the next time uh maybe the next time we do one of these we can actually do it in person huh oh,
4: yes. oh ho, ho.
3: Boom. now you're talking my language That's right well I we'll can't plan wait. for that then it's gonna be good all right <laughs> yeah we're all gonna be in person and my god vaccinated this podcast is going places ladies and gentlemen so i wish that we could tell you what to listen to for next time but 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 what we're gonna do is we're gonna play uh we're gonna play songs and i'm sure we'll crack wise while they're going but um i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and i'm very very curious what songs you guys might come up with it'll be fun so but only three only three so it's not so bad
1: yeah, there you go no <laughs> all right that sounds <laughs> so good. that is the end of this
3: episode cool. and joe and i are to go gonna go watch a movie for yeah, his birthday right we're gonna go see spiral spiral we'll report back i know right right <laughs> we'll see um thank sam, you, sam thank you for thank you guys i love the outfit now oh, i'm okay. not sure if brian johnson ever actually uh wore the shirt of the band but I do like the way that
0: it this looks. Is, this is a Halloween costume right here. That's, like, I've got it. It's, yes. Have you done it before? <laughs> no. That's hilarious. Well, I think what <laughs> it makes, makes the funny, costume. It's just funny that you have all yeah. of it separately in your house. <laughs> I, I mean, I you know, I know this is a podcast, so people can't see me, but right. I just thought, for, at least for you guys, I just thought for uh, for the time to get myself in the mood, there it might go. be...
1: Uh, it is greatly appreciated. might be good to wear. Kate needs to go as sexy Angus Young. Or <laughs> yeah, they, there you go. <laughs> just like this school girl costume.
2: There's yeah. a couple's outfit right just there. Just tell her she right. has to do yeah. the
3: kicks across the house. Right. That's My <laughs> <friend>. oh, <boy. laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank, thank you, you for listening. I hope you had a lot of yeah. fun and we will talk Thanks to you time. soon See All you right later bye bye bye, bye. bye.